0: The greatest problem in this world is that people are too fing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box.
1: We're back.
0: Boom. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> we're
1: welcome. When new. we're new, if you're watching the replay on uh, on YouTube, you'll see we're new now. So we are
0: expanding. We're expanding.
1: Welcome to 2022.
0: We've been talking about this for a while. We've been wanting to shift. We've been feeling into that, right? We're like, we just sort of started our last show on a whim and now we've like, we've sort of seen where it's taken us and now this is where it is. Expand your heart, mind and spirit. To
1: think like when we started, we really had this like concept for a while and we were just... playing around with what we wanted it to look like. And then things started coming through us and stuff. And I think those first 15 episodes was this idea of like, it was conversations, right? It's this kind of connection Mm -hmm. and stuff. And from that we've realized, wow, these these conversations really expand us and the people that listen into them, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, now representing actually what the mission is behind what we're creating which i think is super cool right
0: amen i'm you know mm. what i'm calling in i'm calling in like mm. in a in a for us to do these shows in person in an actual radio studio oh. That'd be awesome, eh?
1: Amazing. So, if any presenters are listening, (laughs) yeah. Me and and, uh, Luca are opening up for a job.
0: (laughs) That's what I'm ready for. I'll be so keen for that. (laughs)
1: Totally, totally. Should we roll the intro so we can kind of get going, get it flowing for today? Yay, here we go. last intro i was i used to be like <laughs> listen to it and i used to just be like please just shoot me now
0: Oh my god! <laughs> something i
1: threw together on canva for like just to, i mean it was it was funny when we started but like towards the end we were just like this is so cheesy now like cannot I listen to it anymore that's <laughs> the that's evolution like, right love,
0: that's
1: this that's what i was gonna say it's kind of like you know when you need to release things, right? You know when, even when it's small things like that, you know when it's like not an energetic match for the the vibrancy and the things that you want to create, right?
0: Right. Yeah, totally. That's a, that's such a good word too, energetic match. We're talking about that mm-hmm. a lot lately. It's like mm-hmm. you, you're naturally, I think some people don't realize is how much you really do change in life and allowing that to expand. It's like I, I remember I did a course, uh, that course that I shared with you, it was a... Uh, Oh, the video one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, you know, what you start with is not what you finish with, Mm. right? And so it's just the point is like just to get started. And that's sort of what we've just expanded naturally. And same with me. Like my the way I work today is different to how I started, you know, three years ago.
1: Mm. So Same. I mean, even a week ago. I'm finding it so quicker (laughs) now. Like I'm finding I'm constantly opening myself up to deeper layers of my truth right. um, and and letting them come up. It's kind of like more so than finding new things. It's more going deeper in myself and seeing deeper things that are true to me rather yeah. than kind of what does my external world say is true to me. So <clears throat> it's kind of a different shift, you know.
0: Yeah, because we started talking before the show and mm. it was uh, you were saying, I said to, I just we've been letting so much bullshit go.
1: Mm-hmm. and so much. you were
0: like so much as well I'm interested to know like what does mm-hmm. letting go of bullshit mean right now for you
1: it's it's actually super interesting because the word letting go has kind of come to mean a new thing to me now where it's okay. not this idea of like I need to get rid of these patterns these parts of me it's more like I can hold space for all of it without it necessarily triggering me or making me react in a certain way. So the letting go of of bullshit to me is actually releasing the idea that I am these, these patterns and these characters that play out for me, but to get rid of them and to suppress them and to try to constantly be in this high vibrational energy, whatever you want to call it, that's really an illusion in itself. And that's really another character that wants to control, that wants to prove itself, that wants to be the best at everything. And now it's more like I get to hold space for it all. I get to feel the the pain move through me. I get to see the patterns in me, but I don't have to act from that place. Yeah. I get to act from my heart. I get to follow my heart. So yeah. for me, like the bullshit is kind of, that I have to be perfect, Uh that I have to have everything together. There we go. I have to control things, make things happen, even with, with deeper levels of creating your reality, that I have to control how everything happens and I have to know exactly what I want that doesn't make sense to me anymore It yeah. because I'm constantly evolving and expanding and changing. Like you just said, you were so different from where you were three years ago. And if yeah. you didn't allow yourself to, to expand and to experience new ways of seeing the world, then you're just going to stay the same and you're going to stay in that same box and that same way of seeing things. And right. it's not going to allow you to access deeper levels of yourself. Yeah. How about you? What's it looking like for you?
0: Yeah, I feel that. Well, you know, it's interesting. Like I hear you saying letting go of control. Uh, mine's sort mm-hmm. of a different one is because uh, I was like, yeah, of course, got to let go of control, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a big one. And mine was sort of like as I was going down this, you know, personal development path and then, you know, spiritually expanding as well, because I was very curious about spirituality and deepening that and very, you know, just very interested in growing, right? I've always wanted to sort of be what I knew I could be and then what I was currently being. But in that process of getting from here to there, I yes found more of myself but I also lost a lot of myself and I talked about mm. this recently on Instagram yeah
1: yeah
0: because I attached to new identities new doctrines new dogmas in the spiritual community in the personal <laughs> development community <laughs> and
1: I'm, looking, I'm like ah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, and then all of a sudden you're like, yep, yep, that's me, yep, cool, that's me, and then you sort of like push all these things that really are, and this is okay, by the way, but you push all the things that really are you to the side, and, mm. and that's Where just...
1: was that most obvious for you? Like where was that kind of sh- that light shone so much in that, that shift?
0: Mm. So I look at like veganism, for instance. That was like the big one for me um and spirituality so those two big things so veganism it was it it was perfect at the time see i didn't know at the time it sort of had to take i was vegan for four and a half years i've only just realized what uh restrictions i was putting on myself energetically by being in that because i thought i was being righteous or i thought it was the moral Mm -hmm. thing to do but then you know as I grew spiritually, I started to see living things differently. And I started to realize it wasn't my actions that made the difference. It was who I was internally that made the difference. Mm. And I allow my curiosity to take me where I need, where it needs to take me. And then out of where it needs to take me, I'm just sort of like going with my curiosity and my curiosity saying, Hey, something else is out here outside of what you thought, you know, this was, this was right. Plus I listened to my body and I was like, you know, there's something going on in here. I, you know, people, I was like on the every, every, everything in life was solved by being vegan. That was just my belief, right? Like energetically, I was like, I'm going to raise my vibration so high that nothing can stop me. But unless you're like scrupulously, like looking at what you eat and making sure it's a very wide range of like plant-based foods, I was just missing out on stuff. And it's not about a plant-based diet here, but I was just missing out on stuff and my body was sort of, I spent like three mm. grand going to the naturopath to get my body back in line. And, and then I just listened to it. And I, mm. although I eat most plant-based right now, it's like I've just taken myself out of that box.
1: I love that. And
0: I think it's mm. unboxing yourself in this sense.
1: Definitely.
0: Where you Definitely. find something, you can box yourself in it. Where you do something new, you box yourself in it. And I've got this tendency heavily. It's like I find that it's all in. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no just sitting back and and just like, yeah, I like that. Okay, cool. It's like, mm-hmm. nope, that's me now. Nope, that's me now. Nope, that's me now. And it doesn't you have to be. You your that identity
1: way. by like what you saw outside of you in a way, then. And what yeah. you saw was the 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 pathway to Yeah and, and I'm seeing this in you and I'm saying this to you because I've I'm also walking this path as well, right? Of yeah, that I that uh, who am I really, who am I behind <laughs> all of this stuff? And people yeah. like us, we have this desire to know the truth. <laughs> yeah. There's something in us that wants to know. There's yeah. something within us and that's kind of, I guess, the control element that comes in really very heavily with me. Yeah. Um, wanting to know and wanting to make sense and wanting to plan and wanting to, and then, and then I'm like, but that's not my truth, really. Like, like yeah. you were saying there, you, Luca, you connected to your body and your body was like, this is not the lined way for you to actually live your life. I mean, uh-huh. for some people, being vegan, their body might be telling them that is right for them, right? And exactly. they feel it in their body. There's no need exactly. to, to prove themselves or to force other people to follow their way of exactly. seeing life. Their body might be like, you need to be vegan. Yeah. That's right for you, exactly. And I think that's where your power is—is is when you're listening to your your guidance, your body. Yes. Like how did you? How did you find the best? Like, obviously, you said that naturopath thing, but how did you find just daily practices, learning more to connect with your body as well?
0: I would say it's like monthly, yearly practice—you <laughs> know, lifetime <laughs> practice—but the daily way um, is like, you know, it's so hard when you get caught up in in online these days because there's so many noises there's so so many noises there's so many voices so much noise Mm. and and it's like you just be like well there's an opinion there there's an opinion there there's an opinion there you're constantly absorbing someone else's perspective and you're never Mm. really gauging yours and I've got to the point where I was like unfollowed like hundreds of people Mm-hmm. hundreds of people because all they're doing when i see them is pushing a perspective pushing a perspective pushing a perspective yes. but then i realize, whoa where, where am i pushing a perspective and i realize i've been trying to convince people about my way of being and how mm-hmm. i see the world to, mm-hmm. to try and prove it to them and be like hey come on see jump in my it's like noah's like come on jump in we'll save you <laughs> i'm like don't jump in my boat find your own
1: mm-hmm. and that's where sort that of the start energy. for you
0: I think it's because I needed validation. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at that and I was I like,
1: resonate with that a lot. Yeah,
0: it's like I want you to tell me that this is awesome. I want you to tell me mm-hmm. what I'm doing is cool, and mm-hmm. I've got to the point now where it's like I don't really care. And. <laughs> yeah. I'll jump online not to prove it to you. I'll just jump online to share something because it's inspired guidance. And that's what I'm mm. stepping into more so now. It's like, I don't have to prove anything. Why did I feel like I had to prove something? Because I want it, because deep down, if I'm getting criticized, I'm not loved. Mm. Deep down, if people don't validate what I'm doing, then it's not good enough. And I'm not good enough. Mm. And so I, I, I'm very aware that that's in me. I've been aware of that for a while. And it's just seeing the extra layers to it and going, ah, oh, okay, there you go. Mm. And that just happens. It's like sometimes we think we've got to heal overnight. This is an evolution. It's not, it's over a lifetime, not overnight, mm. over a lifetime, not overnight. And it's not done. It's not, we don't want it done. This is the mm. part of life. I think we've, we all got our, our views mixed up in our, ideas mixed up that everything has to be instant because it's it's very much that sort of culture instant mm-hmm. instant instant can you accept yourself as you are now without changing that's another mm-hmm. element that we should probably talk about is like self acceptance
1: oh i love that you know I, lo- I love that because it's it's really just this this way of seeing the world where we see ourselves as we who we are like you said we accept ourselves as who we are and we embrace that part of us, we love that part of us, because those patterns came from something we experienced when we were younger and something that we went or something that we went through. And to shame those parts, to try and push them away, to try and say, like, you are not worthy of my love. I need to get rid of you at whatever cost and release you. Like, what does that do to us? Mm. Like, what does that do to that inner child within us? Mm-hmm. If you had a child sitting next to you, would you say, okay, I'm sorry, I'm not dealing with you right now because mm. blah, 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 because I don't want to. Would you push them away? Mm. No. So why would you do that to the child that's in you? Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. not to say you have to act from that place. It's been, but it's been observing and loving for those parts of you and knowing that, like you said, it's not this overnight thing that we just have to get rid of these parts of us.
0: Yeah, 100%. Self. I mean, that inner child's big. And also mm-hmm. the, the adult, the inner adult, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of it us that too. just, <laughs> right, like it's just ourselves <laughs> in a whole as well, just to add mm-hmm. on to what you're saying. It's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: if I if I stuff up, can I just love myself as if it was like your child and or your teenager that's like, just needs you to love them. And can you just be that mm-hmm. for yourself? Um, Let alone wanting your partner to do it or your parent to do it or your best friend to do it or your, you know, whatever. Can you just like, what does it look like to actually just really accept all of you for everything that's happened, everything you've done for where you're mm-hmm. at, not where you want to be, just where you're at right now. Can you just, Absolutely accept yourself, and that's I think comes back to truth. It's like it's the first step to coming back to your true self is accepting yourself, Mm. and then the next element is just becoming more aware of yourself. Mm. And that takes a lot of humility, right? Like to go, Oh, yeah, that's me, that's not me. Because then, humility is, I would say, the antidote, humility is an antidote to the ego. Mm.
1: That's beautiful
0: right because you're just mm. you're just dropping the guards a little bit and you're allowing yourself to just be you like, okay mm. the ego is always the ego is always trying to be something else to protect mm. you and then your true self underneath the ego can come through when you have a little bit of humility and let the guard down mm.
1: and then explore from that space mm. with When you think about like the ego and how much it shows up in our life, how much we try to egotistically do things and and make things happen and stuff. And you said there, it's like seeing that, being aware of that is way more powerful than it is trying to, right, I'm going to get rid of the ego. I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to run away from it. I'm going to suppress it. Right. Yeah. Just that awareness of those patterns and knowing it's not okay. It's kind of like giving it a bit of love. It's like, Oh, that's really sweet that you really want to control that situation. That's really cute that you want to make things happen in this way. Like, it's kind of like this part of you and it's just, I find that. Yeah. And I get, and I guess it's similar for you, Luke, like on this journey. And I'm sure a lot of people listening as well will resonate. It's, it's kind of just, Tiring and boring, and and actually the opposite direction to getting to know yourself and, and truth within yourself when you're constantly trying to, to heal yourself, to block, to stop your blocks, to release your resistance. It's like <laughs> You can go on and you can see so many of these elements within you, right? There, mm. There's so many patterns alive within you, right? Mm-hmm. But can you just be the space that holds that pat- those patterns rather than just trying to control how those patterns show up in your life? Like, can yeah. you just be that space that holds them, that sees them? Yeah.
0: You
1: know? And I think that's so much more powerful. And I think that's Amen. a path that obviously both of us are, are now seeing and starting to walk a bit more than we have been the other path that we've been on.
0: Oh yeah. The path is infinite and it can change and it can, and I think you allow it to, right. It's like when we think we've got an idea of a path, like you're, you're also collapsing up so many more possibilities in the field. It's like, this is who I am. This is where I'm going. Like I think the true self doesn't need to be explained. Yeah. It just needs to be felt and experienced. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. comes back to sort of what I was saying last about, you know, the two main areas that I could see myself that were really obvious where I was not being myself, but I was losing myself in. And that was spirituality.
1: Yeah. And to the what, point. What specific parts of spirituality was it? Yeah. In? Was it like kind of the attachment to different concepts or was it um, the kind of wanting to come across as spiritual? Like what part yeah. of it was it?
0: It's more that second one. Like mm-hmm. I was jumping into almost to be accepted by a community that I wanted to connect mm-hmm. with. Like, for instance, I left Perth and one of the main reasons to leave Perth was to be around my people. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause I was, I was going through a phase in Perth. Like when I got back from, Can- when the first time I lived in Canada to back in Perth, I was back for about a year, no, a year and nearly two years. And, I I was doing all this personal development I already started doing this in Canada but I was doing all this personal development and courses and stuff and I started to shift out of the old my old friend group so I came back to Perth and I was hanging out with some old friends but There was, like, a point where I was like, this is probably going to be, like, very limited with this friend group and not because I don't love them and love what they do. It's just like I wanted to do something different and my Mm -hmm. relationship at that point ended because I was sort of like, I was like, I can't do this. I want to do this. And so I started to slowly identify with what the spiritual people did and they were Mm -hmm. very much like, oh, no drinking. They didn't really play sport because they, you know, believe in co-creation, not competition and i'm sort of like which is beautiful but i was like oh okay well, i can't have that value i have to have this value can't have that value I have to have this value and you know i did 17 18 months sober of alcohol and everything mm-hmm. and i ate purely vegan i was like super clean with all what i ate and I was very much like I have to meditate every day. I have to have a morning routine because, you know, we all talk about morning routines and the power of like calming our minds and getting into our state of being. And that's what a lot of successful people do. And then I sort of was like, oh, okay, I can't go to the gym. I can't. I can't go to the gym because, you know, that's sort of like egotistical to build up my muscles. And then, so I had to stop that. And I was like, I'm just going to go to Kundalini yoga and like work on my frequency. And like, that's everything. Frequency is everything. Well, yeah, frequency is everything, but it's not everything. Okay. Mm. Like,
1: and it depends what, what way you're coming into what frequency you want to be in. Right. If you're egotistically trying to put yourself in a frequency because you're trying to prove yourself, trying to make yourself enough, then, that's not. It's like frequency. my frequency is better than your
0: frequency. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
0: good vibes only. My vibes high. Mm-hmm. Your vibes. And I'm though. seeing
1: us in us talking this. I'm actually seeing myself judge that part of me, like yeah. judge the person yes. that behaved in that way, and that's now something that I'm seeing in oh. myself, like i releasing that judgment and so accepting true. accepting so myself, true. like. I don't want to judge that part of me anymore. That's a part of my story, and it served me. It served me when I was there. It served me with the the incredible tools I now have in my life that I can use, like meditation, like yoga. But instead of it being this stringent thing that I have to fit into a routine and that I have to do in order to be in the frequency, like we were saying, or to connect to source or whatever it is, or to even show how good I am at being spiritual. Right. Yeah. It's now something that is just something that helps me connect to me that's Amen. all it is I don't need yeah. to need to I don't need to tell everyone how long I meditate for or make it a thing to make everyone else <laughs> meditate or I don't know yeah right. like oh I meditated for an I hour do, today yeah. like you know
0: I got out, did my morning hour meditation mm. and like deep I mean down, I
1: usually do do that but it's now from a different place it's from right. a place of like I get to spend some time with me right like, which is the most precious moments we get and like I, we were talking earlier about the mentor that I'm working with, Carl C. and one of the things that he says that I really resonate with is like the greatest, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's like the greatest thing you can do for this planet is to be you connected to you. Mm. And I was like, and I really resonated with that because Amen. it's, it's, it's a deeper truth of like these, all these things, right? All of this stuff. It's not about to be spiritual. All it is, is you building a relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. And then in that and connecting with yourself and, and like we said earlier, accepting yourself and just being like, there's no rush. Yeah. There's nowhere else to be, but here there's nothing else to have, but what we have right now. And that's not meaning you don't open yourself up to receive more, you know, you still stay open and and expansive, but you're here Mm. and everything that you have and everything that you've got right now is enough. Mm. It's okay. You're taken mm-hmm. care of. You're looked after. You're supported within yourself, and then—that's
0: a hard place to be. And that's it. it. That's a hard place yeah. to be. <laughs> but but even that's I mean, a story, I guess. Really, like it's it, it's, it's yeah. like, how are you finding getting into that place? Like how do you find getting into that place of think, it's, it's enough think, now?
1: Yeah, I think like I see the patterns come up. Like the great thing that I think I've been able to shift recently is I see the patterns come up that want more. Yeah. And rather than kind of reacting from them now, where you know, in the past I would start being like, right, what new manifestation technique can I do? And what Mm. what thing can I do to make or what book can I read that's gonna make me be a millionaire? Oh yeah, all that noise, right? Mm. Now it's like, oh, (laughs) there it is again, you know. (laughs) Thanks for you know, coming up, but kind of through gritted teeth sometimes because like, you know can you
0: sort of <laughs> see a desperation to it? Like is that how yeah, you can totally, tell the difference? Totally.
1: Yeah, totally. There's like a a pull. Like I'm yeah. like, oh, like what what do I want to do now to to make this dream happen? Or yeah. um and I think when we're like me and you, we're quite connected people and, and intuitive people. It's even kind of more of a pull because you want to share those ideas with other people as well. Yeah. You want to connect with other people through this thing, right? And yeah. instead it's like, okay, it comes to the surface. So say, for example, I'm trying to think of the one that's come up for me recently. I guess on the on the journey that I'm on, I'm wanting to obviously create more abundance in my life and that. And that's a a big thing, has always been this big thing of, of money, right? And it is for all of us. It's like, I wanna create more money, I wanna have more money, I wanna have five figure months, I wanna have six figure months. And now instead of that pattern coming up and me and be, me being like okay what book can I read about millionaire mindset this time what can you know well whatever action mm-hmm. I take it from now it's like I see that I know this is going to be part of my journey but I know life will show me the way Yeah It's like I know Ooh. life will show me the way Yeah I know my guidance will take me to where I need to go for yeah. things to happen when they need to happen there's no yeah. rush there's no figuring out yeah. there's no And that's where I find meditation has been a big part of my journey and a big part of what I do because it connects me to now. Yeah. It connects me to now. Not any type of meditation or visualization or anything. It's like now and then life works through me.
0: Yeah. Amen. When
1: I'm now, when I'm present. How about you?
0: Yeah. I I, I sense the desperation in me now, but, like, I'm very grateful for where I'm at just in this mm-hmm. present moment just say because it's like it's a it's like a no like i i've okay for instance i don't i don't search for books all right mm. i don't desperately search for books this is just one way that i do this right it's like I'll, a book will come to me at the perfect time And that's just one way that you can trust, that you can let go, that you can surrender. It's like if I don't need a book, okay, cool, I'll integrate my own knowledge and I'll just trust that the Mm. moment is perfect. When Mm. I need to learn something, it comes to me, and I have. And Mm. I don't need to finish a book to make myself get rid of the story that I don't finish things.
1: Oh, yeah, I've had that. All right. (laughs) I get halfway through and I'm like this is not resonating with the truth in me anymore or I've taken the elements that I need to take from this book, but there's some like – judgmental person in me like emma finish the book like finish the book (laughs) yeah like you haven't but the body's like i want to finish it yeah i don't want to finish it i've I've got what i needed i'm done with yeah and that's i think that's true for a lot of the things like in business as well like letting go of stuff, or just allowing it to kind of be unfinished because we've actually changed the perspective in the way that we want to do things. That's okay. Yeah, being okay with that is really powerful.
0: Totally. You will know when it's a pattern, and you know when you're going to move through it. When you're listening mm. to your body, you say, "No, this isn't resonating. There's no pull there. There's no inspiration there. There's no motivation there." And then there's a point where your heart says you really want to do this, but you're scared, or you're you're, you're getting into a pattern where you're doing other things. And you're procrastinating. Name, but you, deep down your heart wants you to go. there. There's, there's a fine line, and you mm-hmm. you learn to read the two when you know you got to go there, and you know you got to pull away, and that's mm-hmm. a big thing. Um, for instance, I was getting this one of uh, my old mentors who still was working with Danielle. She said, "Oh, tell Luca has he read the accept, um, surrender experiment?" And I said, "Well, it's the only book that I've recommended the most without reading,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. right?
0: Like because I've heard
1: David Hawkins one,
0: uh, it's Michael J. It Singer. Michael A. Oh, Singer, yeah.
1: Oh, I don't know if I've read that one. The, the Surrender, surrender experiment.
0: experiment, yeah. Oh, I've read the synopsis on it and done all the like and listened to some podcasts okay. on it.
1: But I think I read so one how's that this? Similar. It was like the Power of Surrender, David Hawkins, or something like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it's this just me one. Just
1: trying to tell you how many books I've read. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is this is uh, this surrender it's experiment. Either. Oh, yeah, it'll come back eventually.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: the surrender experiment is uh, basically how we created a billion-dollar business by surrendering mm. and going with the flow. <laughs> anyway, like, and so the cool thing is, so uh, Jen, she mentioned this to Danielle and Danielle told me and I said, oh, okay, cool, yeah. And then um, I get an email, like, last night or yesterday and it's from Audible saying, uh, "Surrender Experiment is now available on Audible." <laughs> <laughs> like for me, that's sort of how sure. I. That's sort of how I'm going mm-hmm. now. And compared to like mm-hmm. trying to rush things, control things, and like I'm mm-hmm. not like a big story that I tell my clients is like they're all like I got to rush, got to rush, got to rush, and I'm like, no. Time, time is not your master. You are its master. It serves mm-hmm. you. You don't serve it. And you are time. You are time. Time is in you. Time's created mm-hmm. from you. So can you let can you let yourself can you let yourself just let go of an idea of when you need things done by? Because that's still listening to an idea of like, oh, gotta get married. I, I thought I was gonna be at 30, or right? I'm 31, going 32 this year, which is crazy. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I I when I was in my early twenties, yeah. I, I should have been married. I should have had a house. house. Uh, I should have had my first child by now. I should have my, like, <laughs> investments going. I should be setting myself up, and I'm not in that way. It's an
1: illusion. It's a complete and utter illusion Yeah. because there is no right way to do anything. There is yeah. no correct way. There is no path that is going to work for everyone. There is only your unique unfolding. Yeah. that is it. Yeah. And um, that's from trusting yourself, from trusting yourself and following yourself and yeah. Being open as well, I think, like open openness is a huge thing because It allows us to see people in their perspectives as well without feeling like we have to, like, take on their perspectives, but we can be open to receive and hear what they have to say as well and how Mm. they look at the world. And it provides a great foundation for connection. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Connection with other people, connecting with, you know, if you're going to sit in a room with with Donald Trump, let's just say Donald Trump because he's like a very controversial figure right? right what are you going to do sit there arguing with him trying to get your point across or are you going to listen and open up and connect with him where he is at connect share your heart right not from a place to convince him what's going to be more powerful mm. the person who's trying to force the other person to change the way that they exactly. see the world or the person who holds space and connects no matter with right. no matter whoever however they see the world right
0: yeah yeah,
1: I think that has so much more power.
0: You know, I still don't know why my camera hasn't come back. I'm like, I mean, a,
1: it's only for the people that watch back on YouTube. So my, if anyone's listening on the podcast, you can go webcam. and check out my webcam. My webcam is
0: my blurry face. My webcam, my blurry face. I like, mean,
1: when we started, we were like, we'd we'd pretty much had um, we'd had a what's that thing called when you swap bodies?
0: <laughs> what do you mean? Cause, cause I have no idea. Web,
1: Right now, it says Emma under my name, but when we first come on, it said Emma under Luca. It was all oh, the way around. So oh, it's, yeah. So, what's that thing called when you swap oh, bodies?
0: Um, oh, it's like that show.
1: Yeah. Have you seen yeah. that show? Yeah, yeah. I know what it is, but I can't remember Out of body. The name.
0: Well, no, no. What's it called? <laughs> um, astral Travelling.
1: Or something. Yeah. And you swap bodies. So, like, I was Luca for oh, a minute. Oh, I don't know anyway, the actual word when,
0: when you swap bodies, but that was what they were doing, right? they were actual oh, traveling yeah, 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 yeah. and then they jumped into another body that Each was cre- that's a creepy body. show
1: that, that was a creepy oh, show okay. yeah that was really it was based off a cycle it's like a psychological god.
0: thriller <laughs> and I'm like oh my god that's mm. so creepy I get chills I'm like oh
1: <laughs> yeah I um, really I can't watch stuff like that yeah I already experienced way too much weird shit in my reality like I don't want to watch it as well because then my mind is like well and then especially as I live alone it's like gonna go even more
0: you know that's the crazy thing about that, like, you know, um mm. life is the the crazy shit that happens that has sort of put us onto this path. Mm. And it's oh, not God. like we necessarily chose it. It was almost like we just followed the crumbs.
1: Yeah, totally. Like, uh, I think it worked through us in a weird way.
0: Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's really uncomfortable to live this way. And sometimes and most times it's like fucking thrilling. Like I couldn't have it any other way. And Danielle and I said no. the same thing all the time. We're just like no way. I've had too many I've had too many divine like sacred experience as I said that 33 33. I had too many <laughs> sacred experiences to not go mm. down this path and mm. you know sometimes you feel like you're going down a path and you're like not being guided or you miss you're alone you miss direct you're scared because it's like such a new way. But this camera's really annoying me. But <laughs> Um, I'm yeah, I'm, like, trying to get it to refocus on me.
1: Is it not a twiddle thing on the camera or something?
0: No, no. it just does it automatically. Sorry, no, guys. Obviously
1: not today. Oh, there
0: we go. Look, <laughs> crystal clear. Oh,
1: perfect. There we
0: go. Um, and And, and now I'm just, like... I, okay so i i'm just gonna rattle one of the craziest experience okay i've had a couple of crazy experience i sort of want to throw these yeah. in here i feel called to
1: share. i love the crazy me
0: and my grandfather <laughs> I, I was raised by my grandfather he was a he's from new zealand mm-hmm. traditional maori man and he was very disciplined and very strict um and was like raising us to be professional athletes from like a very very young age me and my cousin and he and I were throwing the baseball at the back of the yard at one day. And it was just like back and forth, and we we're doing it for like an hour. And I threw the ball at him. I was about eight, I think. I threw the ball at him. And just before he caught it, the ball went like a zigzag midair. It went, Foo, hoo, 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 and then it landed <laughs> in his glove. And I stopped. He stopped. We looked at each other, and I said, Did you see that? and he said yeah i saw that and i was like what was that and he goes i don't know and Did then you we
1: think it meant something to you or
0: it was so freaking bizarre <laughs> like it was like why would that happen yeah. and i don't mm. know you know i still don't even know mm. I, I don't know what it i was like what the hell was that and so these and you know and then not long after that he actually died and mm he came to me. I saw him as a spirit sitting at the end of my bed and I put my hand right through him and I was like, oh my God. Then I shit myself and put my head under the blanket <laughs> and went to try to force myself to go to sleep.
1: Because um, uh, it was him, it. him and a
0: little girl. And I thought it was my sister. Cause she was about three at the time. And I thought she was sitting at the end of my bed and with him.
1: Mm.
0: And it was so weird. And you know, that was one experience. And then not long after, um, I fell out of the car driving. Mum was driving the car at 90 kilometres an hour. It was an mm, old remember jeep. Telling remember the, telling the story? A story. Mm. It was an old jeep, doorless. I fell out of the car, um, putting my seatbelt on. Went as I was falling out, everything went white. And I was mm. speaking to my mum about this the other day. Actually, I was just double checking and a few things and telling her, getting her, hearing her side of the story. And she's like, "Oh my god, we're driving at like 90 kilometres an hour. You fell out on the dirt road at nine years old." I thought Mm. I'd killed you. I thought I'd run you over. She gets out when the dust settles. I had no, barely any scratches on me, no broken bones. And I'm like crying on the ground. She didn't Mm. even take me to hospital. She said she didn't even take me to hospital. It was like Mm. bizarre. She was so blown away. Mm. And all I remember is. Yeah, but you've had
1: a lot of those kind of near-death experiences where they've come in and you can just tell it's like the divine's like putting its hand into your life.
0: So, you know, divine experiences, not that, um, mm. that's, it's just like, it, that's sort of what I've happened that's happened in my life. And that's just led me to, to these beliefs, but divine doesn't have to mean spirit. It's like spirituality isn't a state of doing it's a state of being. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not the things that you do that make you spiritual. It's a state you, you are naturally being. And that doesn't mean everyone has to do spiritual things to be a spiritual being. We are spiritual. And that was one of my huge realizations, like end of last year, start of this year was like, fuck, I've been a spiritual doing, not a spiritual being.
1: That's really powerful. Yeah. I resonate with that so much as well. Yeah. I think it's the doing aspect is just so, so collective. Mm. If you just look at any industry, what what are you doing you're working 8 hours a day in order to to get money to to prove yourself and mm. and then even when you go out into the industry to build a business it's the same thing it's this this doing culture even if you go away from the hustle culture but there's still the you have to do in order to make things happen in order to <laughs> prove yourself and i guess i've come to like a, a realization that that's only true if you believe it's true yeah. right it, I'm if doing you a... believe it then yeah it's gonna, <laughs> you're gonna well, that's, be isn't that everything okay
0: like i feel like that's so so much of what we mm. really are unwi- unwinding is the beliefs of what we're reinforcing because if we say yeah that's exactly. it that's it but then there's an, like people say oh yeah work hard and be successful but then there's people group of people that let their money work hard for them and they're successful right and mm. so this is where I'm doing an Amanda Francis course at the moment and because I just I love her so much because she's herself and she, yeah she, she's she speaks of God. She's,
1: she's,
0: she's in touch with God in her way and she just lives life her way and mm. And that's sort of I think I'm connecting with her as well a lot lately because that's sort of where I'm coming through. It's like, oh, I've got to redefine how I'm connecting to God in my way, but also mm. connecting to myself by being myself. Mm-hmm. And she's doing a course where it's it's a lot of unraveling the stories yeah. and the meanings, because like everything has a meaning. And it's like, no, I choose to believe this other way. And sh- and the cool thing is as you're seeing someone create a multi-million dollar business doing it very radically different, mm. not doing the traditional sales and marketing that everyone says to do to be successful online, not doing the webinars, not doing the funnels, not doing the the super persuasive copywriting. I'm
1: like, oh, mm. it's just
0: cringy. It's always made me cringe. Same. And
1: and I've always tried to make it work for me. Like in, in the past, I've always been like, okay, this right, is how I feel. You like you've got to do, do that, right? This is how, yeah. Um, and I was like, this is just not like, this has just never worked for me, right? It's never. Yeah. And the, the only way I've ever had clients is because they found me and reached out to me through via podcast or. Like in person, right? Yeah. I've never ever got anyone through my Instagram, never. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's the thing that I think that I need to do this really nice copy and and oh and I'm just like, and I still love the space that, that Instagram kind of has and yeah. and it it holds a purpose in what I do because I don't know it just does right now yeah. maybe it won't it soon <laughs> who knows
0: yeah
1: um but. What I, what I think is important here is there are so many different ways that people become successful, yeah. right? So many different paths. You see people, they post once every year and they suddenly do People with no Instagram, people with like LinkedIn. There's so many different ways that people create abundance oh, in their life. Some no. people like not even on it, right? With a website, um,
0: without a website, it doesn't exactly. matter. You choose. And
1: exactly. It's your... And I think this is like where tuning into yourself and your guidance is so important because the way in which things unfold for you and you feel called to do things is the way that you're supposed to. So if you Mm. feel called to create a website, make really nice branding because you think that that's part of your path, it's not because you need to prove yourself or make things happen. It's just part of your path, right? Then do that if that makes mm. you feel good because you've also got people in the industry as well. It's like, don't niche down, don't do marketing, don't have a website. And that is also like a bit noisy for some people who want that. You yeah, know? Cause I'm sure. there. I'm like, for me as a person, I've always been called to, I like, like, the connection to the to the like, the like nice branding and the, right. and the website and, and the, the sort of community space that people can go on and see what I have to offer. Like, I like that. And I spent ages, like, not doing that, right, not putting anything there because I worked with a coach and she was like, you know, you don't need to niche down, you don't need to do this. But I always felt overwhelmed by that. I always was like but I feel like I want to have a community space, you know, because eventually I'd like to build a place where my podcast is on and, and I'm connecting with people. I like that connection portal, I guess. Yeah. And then I was like gave myself permission to actually do something that felt good to me. And then now I kind of have that. I'm you like, go. oh, yeah, I there like you that. Go. That's, what, that's what I wanted in my business. That's what I wanted. That was what I was supposed to experience.
0: Exactly. And,
1: you know, and I think there's no right way. There's no wrong yep. way. There's just your way.
0: Yeah. Well, amen. Amen. Mm. 1,000%. And mm. I'm like, this is tapping into inspired guidance. Like this mm. is where it's like, You've got what you love, right? Mm. You've got what you love in life. you got what you want in life. When you allow those two to line up, you'll get mm. in your inspired guidance and you take the inspired guidance, not the, um, should. yes, there's no like, oh, I should be doing this, not this. No, follow your inspired guidance and you'll always be in your spirit. The whole way totally. along the way, you'll align with totally. your
1: past and even if that takes you somewhere that isn't the success isn't the result right yeah. it all accounts to something yeah it all ends up being part of your process part of exactly. your journey part of the things that you can share with your clients right yes. part of the things that, you can,
0: that you can connect with
1: people exactly i've realized a big part of my life is i've been ex- i've experienced Everything. I've experienced corporate, I've experienced freelancing, I've experienced working on a solar farm in Australia, like killing myself. Yeah. I've worked like I've done so many things. I've traveled so many places. And now when I work with people or when I just connect with people, there's no need for me to like worry who they are or judge them for who they are. I connect to them in such a way that's like I see you for beyond your patterns, beyond Mm. your your things, because I've kind of put myself in so many different environments where I've seen people like that and had to connect with people like that. I mean, some of the people in the Australian Outback were not exactly the type of people that I would have ever associated with in my life, right? But I was Mm. put in that situation so that I could learn a deeper level of compassion. Mm. But if I tried to say, oh, you know, I shouldn't be doing this, I should be, you know, working, doing this, and I should be out of this, I was just always accepting where I was right then. And I think actually spirituality and deeper into things led me away from that. Like you Uh, said, you kind of left where you was, but all of it's been part of the process. It's like you get to uh, connect with so many different people now, realising that they're not who you see, they're beyond uh, that. Right? And Ooh, if yeah. I wasn't in all of those environments, if I didn't allow the journey to unfold naturally and happen naturally, I never would have had those experiences, which at the time I didn't like, but mm. now they've been, they're such a huge part of what I'm creating and, and the yeah. work I do.
0: Yeah. That's, that's awesome that you share that. Cause mm. it's, it's like, it all means something and it all accounts for something.
1: exactly. exactly. Even if that, it's challenging or hard in the moment, it's like, in two years, three years, four years, five years, you'll look back at that and you'll be like, oh, so that's why that happened that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that sort of talks into a little bit about, like, surrender. And Mm -hmm. because I've, I've, um, (laughs) I feel like I've always talked about this, is, like, the idea of, like, goals and and desires and visions. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. I've always had this thing of, like, oh, should I just, like, let the divine just, like, let myself take inspired guidance in the moment and not sort of let my vision and, and not have a vision for life and just let spirit guide me and then there's so many different perspectives on this it's like someone's like yeah but you know your your life is in your conscious awareness so you can create it and you're in or you're unconscious so you're gonna let your unconscious take control and i'm like just listening to all these different perspectives and i think one big thing is like let curiosity take you and let it mm. let and, and let yourself go into a place and explore something. Just let yourself explore mm. something. But also, like for me now, I'm like, I'm allowing myself to want what I want. And I've never mm. really done that. It's mm. like allowing yourself to really desire and accept what you desire in life like what sort of life do you want to live is that okay to live that instead of like allow instead of judging yourself for wanting that life because someone says it's bad or it's not righteous enough and that's been a big thing for me is like no 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 this is this is what I love this is what I want how do to
1: do you balance that with I'm okay with where I am right now with everything I have how do you balance the is it is it kind of this concept of like there is always this duality, right? You can't just, there is truth and there is like something is true and something is wrong at the same time, right? Yeah, for sure. And so it's kind of being here now, accepting here now, and, you know, it's not, it's both at the same time. Right. I'm always, like
0: I think you're always going to be rooted in gratitude for sure, regardless, Mm. regardless. Like Mm -hmm. appreciating all your past selves to get into where you are in your present self and like, Understanding that because if you're not going to be, if I believe if you're not grateful for what you have now, then you're never going to truly be satisfied with what you want.
1: Mm-hmm. There'll always be something more,
0: there'll always be something more. And it's like it's when I'm desiring things, it's not from a more, more, more mentality, it's from oh, this is what I would love to experience. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm lacking something to want something to, to feel that lack, it's like I want to experience my desires are about experiencing something and something that Mm. I think I would love to enjoy in this life. That would be fun. That would be cool. And it's never about just me and not that that if it's just about you or not about you, but I've noticed that the more I want to, does the more, the more, as I become more connected with myself, I actually desire to give more. Mm. I desire to have more experiences for other people. Cause there's a group of people that say, Oh, you know, you know, let them learn their lessons, you know, don't give them Don't give these people money. Like I've heard this story of like, if you give them everything, then they'll never know how to get things for themselves. But I'm like, well, what if I just want to give? And that's been a story mm. I've t- said, but what if I want to yeah. give? Like your life doesn't have to be hard and whatever you choose to do with this, you do with it. It's mm. like that whole thing saying of like me giving you this is my karma. You doing what you do with it is your karma. It's like, let mm. them have their choice in life. But if I, I want to give from the, the goodness out of my heart and I've really started to do that more, like I just send money to, mm-hmm. I'll just send random money to my sister and because mm-hmm. I'll be like, I want to live that way. Like I want to mm-hmm. be able to, to pay people's debts off. I want to be able mm-hmm. to just like pay for their education. I want to be able mm-hmm. to like donate. Like I watched this thing on Queer Eye the other, last night with Danielle. It's uh, the latest season and there's a place called Safe in Austin and she just, like, rescues all special needs animals and gives them a Mm. safe haven and then brings special needs kids in for Mm. healing to play with the animals and be with the animal. Mm. But she's, like, really never had time for herself and she gives, 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 gives. And I'm like, why doesn't she have... She's been, like, wanting a barn for ages. I'm like, people with money can give her a barn. If I saw that, Mm. if if I had like $100,000 spare, I would have been like, mm. please, have that. And that's mm. genuinely from my heart.
1: No, I feel that. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And so it's like totally yeah, being rooted energy. in gratitude but also mm. me just wanting to be like more for all, more for me, mm. more for all.
1: It's like expansion from your wholeness. Like yeah. expansion from being complete already. It's like expansion of the oneness that you already are.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, and totally. It's like, it's like
1: looking—it's like looking for a relationship, right? You can look for love. You can look for a partner because you're lonely, or you're trying to fill a void, or something. Or you can just want to experience the love that you have you for yourself and the connection yeah. you have with yourself in a greater, greater capacity and a greater level. And, and, for sure. and it all comes back to that. It all comes back to that unconditional love with everything. Like that is the truest state of who we are. And if we get to love people, show the love to people in so many different ways because that's what we want to do for ourselves and what we want to do through others. Mm. That's never from a place of wanting to fill holes. It's just from a place of that expansion and that. Mm.
0: It's that natural.
1: Deeper connection. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's natural. And I think that's another thing that um, I noticed as well in the spiritual space. And that I always struggled with was this idea of like, you have to, you know, Know your worth and that's your price. And and I had that, and that's an important thing. But it's also these times of like, okay, actually I, I met someone the other day who had absolutely nothing, and I felt really guided to just hold space yeah. for that person. And just for an hour, I wanted to hold space, but there was a pattern in me that said, you know, if you do that then you're not of value because I was kind of taught like if you don't know your worth and you don't know your value and you don't put your, you know, big price stamp on your services and give things away, it's like you're giving away away something and then you're not valuable. And I had this story come up and I had to ask myself, what what am I being truly guided to right now? And I was like, I'm being guided to hold space for this person, like beyond needing to – and I knew in that moment – He couldn't put some money down. He couldn't put money down to do that. And I think we have another thing in the spiritual space that you always have to, oh, they have the money. You know, Mm -hmm. they have it. They have the money. They just don't know that yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, we understand that in a different kind of way, the way we have a relationship with money, but not everyone is there yet. Mm -hmm. And if in that moment you feel called to hold space for that person, you're still of value, you know. You're still doing that just because you're offering something for free mm-hmm. for someone it doesn't decrease your for worth. Sure, it doesn't decrease sure. your value, and that is a big thing Love I've that. noticed in the spiritual circle that I also think is just so outdated. It's so egotistically built as well mm-hmm. around around this, and yeah. and I think that's why, for example, I have higher ticket prices on on my mentorship, right? So that. I can do more things that are of service to the people that can't access Mm. that higher level. Because I know there's people out there that can, right? I know there's Mm -hmm. people out there that pay, I mean, what's Melanie's thing? It's 300 grand for the year, you know, and people happily put that out there. So you know there's that people that can step into the services that you're putting out there. So when you have that, it gives you so much more space to also do things from the heart like these podcasts like these live streams like all these other things that I want to create right and i and yeah. i think that's that's the duality again holding both it's like i'm able to to put high ticket offers out there but i'm also able to create free content accessible content connect with people that can't access me at a high at this and it's not like i'm going to be more this in, this is better or this is worse, right? It's not that. It's like yeah. you have these. You need to sustain yourself, right? You need to build your business if this if this is the industry you want your business in. But you also create from the heart for people that can't access you and that doesn't mean you're any less valuable or worthy if you're doing that yeah
0: yeah a hundred percent i totally understand that and 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 i've been there too it's again it's like listening to the to the expectations and beliefs of the group around you or or what other people think you should be doing and it comes back to like really tuning into your inspired guidance like Mm -hmm. what do you feel inspired to do and you'll know the difference and even if you don't know the difference do it anyway and you'll figure out what's mm-hmm. right or wrong later and what worked for you and what didn't work for you but i, I think that this is a cool topic because accessibility mm-hmm. is a huge thing and
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's one thing that i've been tapping into a bit lately and like making sure because yeah i do have higher prices from to work with me one-on-one but i never mm-hmm. always was like that i worked my way up it used to be like a very small hourly rate and mm-hmm. You know now it's like over the last couple of years i've grown i've done more courses and i've added more value to people's lives and plus i'm also working with different types of people now yeah totally. and that's because that's where i want to be but also like we do these shows and there's a lot mm. of value which is for free mm. people can come here mm. and, and get this for free people can go to our social media for free people can go to our podcast for free then there's mm. like then there's some like master classes that I'll do that are cheaper and more accessible. Mm. Cause there are people that can't, you know, pay the prices and that's okay. Totally. But I think accessibility is big. And I learned that a lot from like Amanda Francis as well. Mm-hmm. She was talking mm-hmm. a lot about that and I'm like, accessibility is important. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Totally. That's, I think that's why I love the work. Kyle Cease does as well is because he has a similar kind of thing where, you know, it's $30 a month to access all of his courses, all of his thing. And, of course, it takes time to build up something as big as his platform, same as Amanda Francis. It's not like all of a sudden you've got all these courses and all totally. these things to provide. It's like give yourself time, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Um, hence why we do these kind of things, like the podcast, that you know, easy for us to access, easy for us to create. Yeah. Um, but we don't do it to plug our mentorship right we yeah. don't do it to to get clients okay if clients feel people feel called cool to work with us we have those things there but we that's where it becomes a different it. thing exactly and I think this is another thing that I know I, I picked up a program that I picked up I remember someone said to me like you have this product suite and like you know you've got your lower tier offers that are free and then there's like this pyramid that goes up and it's like you know the top ones are like the highest accessibility rate to you and it's And I just remember thinking at the time, I was like, this just feels weird. Like, I I just do podcasting because I fucking love it. And I want to be of service (laughs) to people in a way that people can access, right? In a way that five years ago, podcasts were like my way of understanding what the fuck I was going through. You know, I didn't want to put 10 grand down on a coach or, you know, that, yeah. that didn't even resonate with me. Yeah. That didn't yeah. resonate with me. Yeah. So it's, it's recognizing that programs can come from fucking anywhere. Beliefs so can true. come from anywhere, even the spiritual space, even even the, even the space, space that
0: you're moving into is like, you can exactly. pick up new beliefs, right? That's what mm-hmm. most people talk about with cults. They're like, oh, they're yeah. in a cult. <laughs> and it's like, well, they're the new beliefs, right? That you adopt. And I think being a huge a huge part of this game is just like awareness. I would say mm. one of the most important parts is like cultivating awareness of yourself and even if that starts with just dialogue with yourself, journaling with yourself and being like reflecting on yourself and be like, oh, I did this today, I had this feeling. Like meditation mm. gives you a good platform to start touching you diving into that, but you don't have to do it for an hour to be great. You just do it for like five minutes and it could be just like, being consciously aware of your breaths mm-hmm. and what you're feeling in the body and mm-hmm. taking your awareness from your head to your f- to your feet and, like, what scanning your body. It's just, like, little mindfulness practices that you can do, it's like listening to five sounds. That's how you can start to develop your awareness and then you start to tune into more of yourself, people that are, like, really trying to find themselves. That's where mm-hmm. you start is, like, actually developing the awareness that searches for yourself. I love that.
1: Yeah, and then you know, from that, just listening to your body. What does your body want to do? Like, not what
0: Luca's yeah.
1: body wants to do, or not what you know. Just get rid of all of that and listen yeah. to your own guidance. And whatever way you need to connect to that, whether that's like we said through through meditation. Like, I love meditation. That's why I do meditation, and I think it's a good starting point for people that don't really know where to go but as you go on the journey you start to realize that you can connect with yourself in such an abundant amount of ways and it's just finding the right one that works for you and and trusting in in that and that's going to get you that's going to get you further and open you up to the right opportunities for you not the path that someone else has told you that you have to go on in order to create abundance wealth joy in your life, you know, yeah. there's your path, there's there's your path, and that is just as worthy as what a million dollar, billion dollar coach is telling you is the right way to go.
0: Right, totally. Mm-hmm. And I think like to leave you guys with one question to like mm-hmm. explore this would be, you know, if you're if you could do if you could do one thing today. That was felt right for you, and it was it was you would never be able to like doing it would not mean anything about your future. It would not take you in any particular direction that you that you're scared to go or scared not to go. If you could do anything today that felt completely right to you and was completely right to do, regardless, what would you do?
1: i'm gonna think about that question now
0: (laughs) explore that explore that i'll do it too i'll do it too i love that one yeah
1: anyway thanks everyone um yes we'll be back next week welcome to the new the the new
0: expand your heart mind and spirit
1: yeah i have a feel like that episode really just connected in in a in such a nicer way right there was some different energy that than what we had before.
0: So yeah. I could really feel that, which was really I nice. Agree. Hope I you agree. guys felt it
1: as well. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Big love, everyone. Yeah. Big love. See you later. Bye. Bye.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are at the end of the podcast, and congratulations because you are the small 1% that
1: actually listens to this outro.